written by Bruce Springsteen, man. Come on. Is it really? Yeah, it's. I mean, they do a version. The boss has his version, but that's the Manfred, uh, you know, Manfred Mann's version. The Manfred Mann's hmm. Earth Band. That's the one everybody knows. Dude, it's it's the hit, man. It's the made famous by the movie Blow, starring Johnny Depp. If anyone remembers. Yeah, great flick. That's the second time I brought up Blow in about a month. I'm a big fan. <laughs> I don't know if I'm a big fan. It's a great of, movie. It's either Blow or Johnny Depp. I'm not sure which one I'm a big fan of, but uh, probably Johnny Depp. Oh, yeah. He's coming back. Don't you... Uh, I don't folks. think so, dude. That was like, okay, he was cool back then. He did, you know, the first Pirates, all right, little sus, and then it was just like, all right, this guy's gay. Yeah, I think uh, it was the scarves and the excessive bracelets that he was constantly wearing <laughs> everywhere. Yeah, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I have nothing to do with you anymore. Oh, man. Well, that's, you know, we're, we're Johnny Depp free for the time being, but either way, we're here. It's Tuesday, right? Happy Tuesday, my man. Oh, Happy yeah. Happy Tuesday, Frank. I, Taco Tuesday. Feel free to say it. We're not in New Jersey. It's That's right. It's not illegal. We're all free uh, to celebrate. <clears throat> and also, man... Uh, I'm happy that I just don't live in a town with Ukrainians. I'm not going to lie. I uh, oh, can't even <laughs> believe the saga of the Ukrainian church, my man. Folks, we've been detailing here the last week or so uh, some you know, traffic altercations and situations that have gone awry in the various streets surrounding uh, one Ukraine church that Mike is nearby. And, well... Apparently, Mike, I, it sounds like you had some retaliation if I'm, you know, seeing things as clearly as I should. Oh, I, I, dude, I, <clears throat> 100%. They smashed my fucking window. Smashed your window, bro. Sunday night, they broke my fucking window. Just completely smashed it. it dude, the, it's, uh, the small window's the most fucking expensive one for some reason. They, it was calculated. They knew exactly what they were doing. There's uh, no doubt about they it. They knew what they were doing, yeah. <laughs> That's right, man. I don't care what they say, dude. I'm not parking anywhere else. And, oh, trust me, there's going to be some broken windows. All right, man. I'm so, so fucking pissed, man. And then I went in there because they had their little party. And the last night of their party, somebody smashes my window. Now, do, so you, I go in do there. you think this is a guy yeah. who you maybe got into a bit of a verbal situation with and probably uh, wrote down your license plate, memorized the van? Man. We're talking about pumpkinhead Ukrainians, bro. They're not that smart. <laughs> well, I don't know, dude. I mean, <laughs> they're kind of smart. They're embezzling billions of dollars from the U.S. as we speak. <laughs> yeah, that's true. They were smart enough to buy Joe Biden. That's they right. They saw him coming in the future. <laughs> yes, dude. That's a great call. So you had the window smashed in. Yeah, they smashed it, and then I go to I go to see who's going to pay for it now, right? That's right. Because, Frank, I mean, just as a fucking neighbor. Just as a neighbor, man. If I throw a party and you come up to me the next day, you're like, hey, man, uh, somebody smashed my window during your party. That's on right. My van. Oh, man. Just as a neighbor, I'm going to be like, yo, man, I'll pay for the window. Right? I think I would at least investigate and probably get back to you uh, within a few weeks and then totally forget about it and ignore you every time I see you walking <laughs> down the sidewalk. That would be my plan. I don't know, man. <laughs> yeah. I would fucking pay for it. I mean, that's. You, you had this giant party where everybody's just crowding around our vehicles. And, and it, you know what I mean? And then my window gets smashed. Now, was this at the church itself? Or was this a fella's home 
who was hosting a shindig, and it got a little no, it's rowdy. At the church. Okay, it's so the church, and this, and this, okay, it all, this is like this goes to show you how how shitty the Ukrainians really are. <laughs> hey, these, these are the ones that go to and work at the church. These are the good Christians of Ukraine, and they're fucking garbage. The most garbage people on earth. I can't even imagine what the bad ones are like. Oh man, I mean, not very Christ-like of you to not offer up some sort of compensation for some damage done to a neighbor. You you nailed it. No, they it, laughed you know? in my face and said, that's not our problem because technically you're parked on Chicago property. Wow, man. Yeah. They, s- they said, that's Chicago property. Those stu- this stupid fucking little cunt. Ah, this just- Best part about our best part about fighting with Ukrainians, though, dude, I'm a giant. That's Holy right, man. Sh- yeah, Jesus, towering Christ. over these little people. I was looking down <laughs> on all of them. That was crazy. I never felt so tall in my life. I got to move to Ukraine. <laughs> well, it's probably why the <laughs> yeah, that's right. So you can just be the most masculine, gigantic dude in the room, right? And then they sent out the the tallest girl to come talk to me. She was pretty tall, about well, five eight. You know, <laughs> that's right. And I, I was kind of angling too maybe they felt like if things went awry and you were maybe you know flying off the handle maybe you had potentially uh pocketed one of those giant wrenches you like to attack their people with on the road (laughs) uh you know maybe they sent her out to at you know at the very end potentially seduce you and you know make you carry on your way forgetting that anything had happened yeah uh, take more than that fucking nasty, nasty woman, dude. Oh, really? Okay. Jesus Christ. Ukrainians, you get up close? Disgusting. Disgusting. Oh, no. People. Just, just trash. Wow. Trash. All right. You know, I, I'm not even joking. I'm, I'm starting a uh, support the Russian cleanup, support Russia cleaning up Europe fund. Oh, good call. I'm going to start sending money to Putin. Wow. I got, I got to start sending. You guys had this concert to support Ukraine? All right, I'm going to throw my own concert. I'm going to fucking send the money to Putin. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> so Putin's basically cleaning up the trash. That's kind of what he's doing. You know, when you hear stories about how there might be some Nazi scum in Ukraine, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I think I have witnessed <laughs> enough to testify to that. All right, yeah, you've seen a small sample size. They're there in the Chicagoland area, and they don't know how to drive. They don't know how to park. And if you get up in their face about anything, they smash your window in. Dude, they literally just park in front of people's driveways. Oh, really? It, it, I'm not even joking, dude. I'm That's, not even joking. Uh... It's like a real big problem around here. And, w- and when you say something to them, they literally look at you and go, it's one hour. Like, I don't give crazy. a fuck if it's ten goddamn minutes. I want to get the fuck out of my driveway. Oh. You, don't know, you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, I do. I actually work uh, downtown. We had a fella park in our uh, parking area that is a uh, it's essentially a shipping and receiving zone and we had no idea who he was and we patiently waited uh like good samaritans good people uh, there was no calling of the cops no immediate calling of the tow truck you know what i mean just kind of let's wait it out see who the fella is the guy shows up eventually and you know i i went out to the car and tapped on the window and i asked him what where he was going what he was doing and he played it off like it was no big deal, and I said, well, no, I'm sorry, my friend, but you shouldn't be here, and, you know, you need to carry on your way. Then he started to ask me, like, what I do and where I work for and what our, you know, stuff is, and I said, no, 
get out of the spot. You're not supposed to be parked here. I'm not talking to you. I'm not here to make conversation. Move. And the guy got offended. He got offended with me. Started to give me lip. Oh, the nerve of you to do your job. And I said, no, dude, this is a shipping and receiving zone. If you don't leave now, I will have you towed. And he gave me this dirty look. And I don't want to describe the fella, but, well, I'll let you have your imagination with it. But the fella slowly rolled away and then rolled away at an angle to where he nearly clipped one of the other vans there. And then as he's slowly rolling away, rolls down his window to mutter something out of, you know, as he's rolling away. Like, I can't hear you, number one. And number two, I'm sure you feel so great about yourself having said something to this dude on the clock, just telling you to just be on your way, pal. I was the nicest guy all the way to the last minute until you were a total asshole. Yeah, why do you guys have to take it to that level? You parked in a place you're not supposed to be. What are you Why doing? am I the asshole for owning a house? And by the way, I have been for, on the for, receiving for having a loading dock. I have been well, on I don't the even other own the house, well, but... dude. I've been on the other end being towed or ticketed because I parked there uh, doing a delivery for literally ten minutes. Dude, yeah, I mean, I have gone. I, I've like you know argued with the cop, and then they point at the side, and you're like, "All right, you're right." <laughs> you know Nothing what I mean? You can do, man. Yeah, there's no arguing. Like, dude. There's no arguing. When you're wrong, mom. you're wrong. <laughs> but, but here's the problem. The, the biggest problem, and the number one problem around here, is the fucking police. Well, because they're, uh, they're busy with other real crimes, I can only imagine. No, no there's just no cops. They're not busy. They're not doing shit. It's almost Let's like see. we defunded them. Yes, I was going to say, it <laughs> seems like you guys probably defunded them at some point. Yeah. I swear to God. At this point... <laughs> If the damage is under $1,000, you just, it's like all over the phone. You don't even like see a cop. It's, <laughs> it's, it's literally just so you could get the report and, and, and file it with the insurance. Well, uh, you're not alone in that boat. Uh, they've been defunded nationwide, and if you need any proof of it, just take a look at what's going on at the Nordstrom's in L.A. currently, or the other day. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with flash mobs. These are giant groups of young folks uh, who are wearing masks, and they, they drop into a location and just ransack it. It's a typical Wednesday in Chicago, but this is a new thing in other cities, apparently, that they're experiencing. Oh, no, this is where it started in L.A. Yeah, I thought it was a major... San Francisco? I thought San Fran was kind of the uh, epicenter of the originating, you know... Um, whatever have you, but uh, the, the, the flash mecca. mob. <laughs> mecca of the flash mob. So uh, with this uh, information, here we go. Well, let's, let's take a dance with uh, the L.A. flash mob. I'm pretty excited about this. Tonight to the alarming images, the violent smash-and-grab robbery in Los Angeles. A security guard sprayed. Police now say at least 30 people breaking into a Nordstrom, stealing up to $300,000 in merchandise. From Los Angeles to Miami, New York to Dallas, authorities are now witnessing a very disturbing trend. Here's Kena Whitworth. Tonight, police in Los Angeles are searching for more than 30 thieves who stormed this Nordstrom in a brazen smash and grab robbery in broad daylight. Mass suspects smashing display cases and making off with up to $300,000. <laughs> I can't get over the language. They have described them as 30 people, That's 30 right. thieves, oh, yeah. and 30 suspects so far. Uh, can we just say young black kids? Are young black men? <laughs> I can't, it's a mob. It's these, a, like a, <laughs> these are gangs. 
These are gangs. They are ransacking. That's what's going on here. Like, this is a mob. It's insane to me that, like, uh, yeah, you're right. They're dancing around the terminology. It's absolutely hilarious. And the video. If, my, my point, if it, was, if it was 30 white men, that would be the headline. 30 if, white men. Dude, if there was one white guy in there, they would be like, one white guy and 30 <laughs> other suspects ransacked a Nordstrom's. <laughs> <laughs> One white devil who convinced twenty nine other innocent innocent black men on their way to, on their way to church. Yes, peaceful protesters, and this one white guy totally, uh, you know, mo- <laughs> rioted inside of this. Uh, they're calling it a flash mob. I thought the flash mob thing was kind of funny because that's ridiculous. Flash mobs, if I'm not mistaken, were popularized like ten years ago, or maybe even less, where people would just suddenly start dancing in a public situation and. You know, it would go yeah, viral. Yeah, it would start with, like, one person doing something really weird, and then, like, the crowd would randomly join in. And it was all very chore- uh, choreographed and well-coordinated, and, you know, it, it, that was the flash mob thing, right? Wasn't that, like, a huge craze back in yeah. the day? I, I feel like it was. And then the, music- the musicians did it, too, where, like, they would do, like, one guy playing a violin, and then, like, everybody would just come out of nowhere and start playing. And then they did the other one um, years later, the freeze mob, where everyone stops moving. No, is that a thing? That was a thing, yeah. Everybody did it, man, Like uh, where just nobody would move, <laughs> and the camera would move through the crowd of people not moving. <laughs> but were there some people not in on it? I like, were there some... I, I can't remember. I think maybe in some scenarios, like uh, there were some passerbys maybe that were not in, in on the uh, in on the gimmick, right? I brought, I'm telling you right now, man, if you caught me, do, if you did that to me at like an airport, I would probably just freeze. Like you, you would just think I'm in on it because, man, I'd be so hot. Like if would you're really you high instantly and everybody freeze? around you freezes, what do you do? Well, so here's my question. Would you be able to, like, what's your reaction speed now? Like, would you freeze instantly with everybody else or would you start to go into slow motion and then freeze <laughs> you know i think i get about two i think i get about two steps and th- and i'm done but then i'm gonna like try to play it off like i'm those two steps are just me getting into position i think i would play it off like i i i don't care what's going on and i would move as fast as possible through the entire map <laughs> maybe even violently Whoa. push people out of my way good call dude it's a great time to go get food Yes, or nobody's in the bathroom. Perfect. Nobody's in line. Yeah, right. I, I don't know. I think that would be a, a golden opportunity. <laughs> it's a bad time to take. Bad time to take a shit though, because then everybody could hear you. That's silent. <laughs> they hear you all the way out in the hall, blowing your fucking. <laughs> Dude, unless unless you got a good sense of humor, then it's the most perfect time to go take a shit, right? <laughs> or drop a shit. You're dropping the shit. You're not taking it with you. What are we talking about here? <laughs> That's a great call. <laughs> so, That's a great call. So the flash mob was a thing. It was a viral sensation. It was a very uh, positive movement, right? It was something where a community of folks get together and participate in a single act. Like, that's that's an awesome thing. Well, now yeah. the flash mob, it's got a slightly new, more <laughs> more peaceful meaning. You're right. Before, I never saw a flash mob where nobody was smiling at the end. Yes, yeah, hugging and laughing, right? like, like yeah, laughing, no, this, yeah. These new flash mobs, they're not quite as positive and upbeat. It's thirty fellas, uh, who we won't describe, just running into a store, pepper spraying the security guard, and then stealing everything in sight. 
And so that's what's going on here. But I like the I like how they took the words luxury goods before racing away in getaway cars without license plates. Oh my God. And all of a sudden we saw so many people running out of the store. We didn't know. We thought it's a, a bomb or something. Officials say a security guard had to be treated after being sprayed with some kind of mace or bear spray. It's the third oh, incident in the L.A. area this month. Today, L.A. Third this month, dude. <laughs> District what? Attorney Press. This is like a coordinated, like this is being run by like the Penguin or some sort of Joker character. Like, come on. Yeah, on you know who I really blame on this one? All those social workers you hired with the money you took from the cops. Right. Yes, dude. And I, I'm surprised all that money from reparations isn't finally like paying off here. What's going on, folks? Oh, they're still not happy? Imagine that. <laughs> I would have never guessed. <laughs> Dude, like, come on, man. This was, um, wasn't this happening up and down the Miracle Mile over there in Chicago, over on State Street and Michigan Avenue, and that's why everything yeah, just shut down? Frank, we learned our lesson. We stopped uh, videotaping it. That's right. You get rid of the video <laughs> cameras, you, you lose the security guards so nobody gets maced, and then uh, you have no cops to drive around and stop it so everybody's happy. Yeah, no flash mob. Just come and take whatever you want, one at a time. <laughs> we're, not, we're not even going to stop you. Single file, please. please. Single file. We and couldn't even stop you if we wanted to. What, do you think we got police? Can you guys please do a little six feet distancing too? COVID's on the resurgence, all right? Let's... uh. <laughs> You know, be respectful here. And, and please, just before you enter, just let us know what pronoun you prefer so we can uh, <laughs> describe, <laughs> describe you yes. correctly. Yes, man. Uh, welcome to liberal cities. Absolutely. Stop this. We view them as organized crime, and we will use every tool available under the law. But local developer Rick Caruso organized says he crime. wants Are you going to go after him like you're going after Trump? <laughs> you're charging him, you're charging him with Rico. Yeah. Exactly, dude. Which, you know what? We've held off on the Trump indictments. We have to hit it. It's, it's, um. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. No, no, we'll get it. Oh. It's reached a boiling point to where we got to go. No, no, I want to finish this. I want to finish this one. It's for thieves and more police officers. We're in a crisis, and I think our elected officials need to enforce laws, and the laws that aren't working need to change the laws. It's not just California where penalties for shoplifting have been reduced. Cities like New York, Houston, Miami, Chicago, Seattle, Atlanta, and Dallas have all <laughs> seen a rise. There's something they all have in common, and I can't put my finger on and it. And David, many <laughs> law enforcement agencies are stepping up patrols as 80% of affected business owners tell the National Retail Federation that these robberies have become more violent and more aggressive. All right. Well, more violent, more aggressive. Again, you got nobody to stop them, man. If like you got all you need is a little bit of bear mace to take out the security guard and you're home free. Well, you could pretty much be as violent as you want in these scenarios. So, I mean, to be fair, you don't even need to mace this guy. No guard is going up against thirty. No, no, not 30 at all. Thirty people. I, I would I, I would call you a fool for even trying. You know, you know, how many bullets do you have in your gun? <laughs> I know you're not Spider-Man, buddy. Take it easy. Yeah. <laughs> Take a knee on this one. This Nobody's a, gonna blame you. If he did try to do it, it's a guy watching too many Marvel flicks. All right, that's the problem. <laughs> a lot of our people here these days they they watch the the Netflix and you know the action uh, films and they think like, oh, that could be me, right? I could be the hero.
best. If you ever think you're gonna be a hero, go watch the the first Kick Ass. Yeah, man, I am a That's huge a fan of the Kick Ass. Yeah, Dude, it, he yeah. gets his ass kicked in the beginning. Yeah, I mean, he gets his ass kicked pretty much the whole movie. Yeah, but it's okay. Minus the part of you coming out of the hospital and then actually being a superhero, you're just gonna be paralyzed. Yeah, yeah, essentially, <laughs> yes. You know. I do think there's room for a Batman kind of guy. Someone who's devised oh, armor, Nick, you know. Nick Cage was in that movie. I didn't even think about that. Yes, Nick Cage plays a Batman-like character. Yeah. Um, he actually has a pretty deranged scene where he's being, like, set on fire. And he's, like, screaming. And, like, it, it's it's a pretty classic Nick Cage, honestly. You know, he, he plays kind of a nut job in that movie. Probably not too far off from who he really is, but maybe. <laughs> he, he bought a T-Rex skull. He's an inter- interesting person. He's definitely, uh, he's at the very least. Probably has some good conversation. You know, you can probably find some interesting things out about Nick Cage and probably the world, right? Oh, guaranteed, yeah. Yeah, I've seen it all, done it all. I read an interview with him a while back, and he was asked a question it was something you know about his fame and how he's kind of uh you know waded through uh, you know the the waters of it and and whatnot and he goes on to this like whole thing about how like you know you could just sit there and meditate for eight to ten hours a day but you would never really find out the true meaning of life and don't worry i have done that you know (laughs) it's like (laughs) what like, the hell are you talking about, man? This guy's crazy. Eight hours of meditation? Like, he sounds like an interesting cat. <laughs> Eight hours? Like, you didn't even stop to pee? That's what I'm saying, man. Or even, like, admire your T-Rex skull in the living room? Well, he was probably sitting on it. Oh, yeah. Or in it? Right? Like, in the mouth? Oh, yeah. man. Yeah, man. <laughs> That's right, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck your pyramid. <laughs> you ever see those fairies that set up the little pyramid? Uh, no. What do you mean? Like, um, like they sit on a pyramid? Or... <laughs> Whoa, no, dude! You said fairy pyramid. Whoa, too two far, and, bro. Two and two together. <laughs> Simple math. Is this man. a National Black Business Month? <laughs> <Jesus Christ>. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Never forget. Oh, man, it's hard to forget all the uh, six or seven different months we're celebrating this month. But you never see those guys that build the pyramids. It's like a hollow pyramid just with, like, sticks. Okay, Uh, yeah, and then they go inside and and do their meditation. And they're supposed to give you energy. Yeah, I don't know about that. I mean, they they remind me of the dudes who are out there in the Boulder Creek, uh, you know, balancing the different shaped stones on each other. Yeah, what are you doing? God, these wow. guys got to get a job, man. This is why society's <laughs> crumbling. Those dudes. You know, we we need mechanics. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> We've got a plumber shortage, electrician shortage. We need every kind of trade out there. We got the, the dude with the man bun, you know, practicing yoga and balancing rocks <laughs> in the Boulder Creek on a Tuesday afternoon. Yeah, a Play-Doh. You're not going to advance society here. <laughs> no. Let's fucking, you know? I'm not getting any of your chi, my man, so uh, pack <laughs> it up and go get a job, all right? 
Ah, uh, dude, well, speaking of liberal weirdos and dudes I've always been super concerned of and had my eye on since day one. I brought him up on the podcast before, but we've never truly done a deep dive on this fella, and I finally have a little uh, meat to gnaw on with this bone here. So, uh, David Hogg, we all remember David Hogg, right? Oh, yeah, how can I forget? David Hogg. How could you have such a big dick name and have such a small dick? Well, you know, it's like the the tiny who's six foot four, you know, right? You know, Big Frank, and he's actually like a midget, you know? Oh, yeah. I'm I'm Big Mike because I'm fucking 5'7". See what I'm saying? Yeah, so David Hogg, tiny dick, of course. That's how how God makes it uh, happen. So, you know, David Hogg, he was the Parkland uh, survivor the shooting massacre. Now, what's interesting about David Hogg, the reason why I'm obsessed with this dude is because he was the most outspoken anti-gun critic or whatever, anti-gun supporter um, back right when the shooting happened. happened. And uh, if you look at some of the footage, in the immediate aftermath, he claims that he was coming to the school when he heard of the shootings. He at first said he wasn't even in the school. And then later in interviews, when he was being interviewed on like, you know, Larry King, at, you know, on CNN and stuff, he he was talking uh, he talked about how he was in the sh- uh, in the school and, and what they experienced. So there's a lot of weird stuff about this guy. Yeah, OK, first of all, we're going to have to say allegedly and uh, also. Are you ready for a <laughs> We gotta play that because that clears us of uh, legal obligations. Yes, right. yes, we are talking allegedly and allegedly uh, little controversy. Well, folks, we're wearing the tinfoil hats right now. All right, we're. So you, are you are you sure about that? Because that's really fucked up. Check it out. It's you can find it very easily. It's all over Twitter. Whenever he says uh, stuff and is on Twitter, everybody responds to his crap with like, "Remember when you claimed you were there, but you weren't." <laughs> you know, like there's there's video evidence of it. His my point being is this guy his story has changed and something always rubbed me the wrong way about him. And you know what? I've always said he's gonna run for Congress or the Senate. Oh no, no, for sure. Did you hear what he did? Uh, it was like a couple weeks ago. He started a political pack. He's yes, the and, political action committee. And yes, they're, they're going after uh, small town elections and they're really big on uh, pro-gun legislation candidates. Yes, sir. Right on the money. Yeah. And he just graduated, and he's really stoked, man, to you know hit the ground running uh, and uh, just change the world. Uh, oh, nothing man. worse than somebody who thinks they could change the world. Uh, That's the scariest yes, person in the world. David, That's the scariest person. I've said this to Emma numerous times when this weirdo soy boy's face shows up on TV whenever there's a shooting, I always say to Emma, this person will be the scariest man we've ever seen in our lives in like 10 years. I promise you, he will be the scariest human being you've ever witnessed. He's going to be the reason we're locked in our homes. Yes, he is, man. He's going to be the reason they come and take your guns eventually. He will be the one, I promise you. Uh, oh, yeah. David Hogg's That's where it a, starts, man. He's a freaking weirdo, and it starts from where he grew up in his home. And I found this in, uh, interview he did with the one, the only, the great Jen Pasaki Atumi. She has a new show on MSNBC <laughs> no, that nobody's no. watching. And uh, yeah, it's on. Does she really? Yes, it's like on Sunday mornings or Saturday mornings. It's total crap. It's really, really bad. It's poorly produced. And just the, even the songs are, are just 
It's everything is bad. Oh, about they got it. Uh, John Stewart's guy. I think they have his production <laughs> crew. Yes, his audio guy. <laughs> That's right. It's a really horrible show. However, she had David Hogg on to uh, in you know discuss his new political uh, his pack. Uh, situation that he put together and you know his future plans and he goes on to discuss uh, owning some Republicans on Twitter at his graduation and then joining a gun club and he's going to drop a few tidbits which I find to be super interesting about David Hogg now, at your graduation, you tweeted out a video mm -hmm. thanking Laura Ingram and Marjorie Taylor Greene and the haters, I yes. guess I can characterize. Uh, I loved that because yeah. I think fighting back at people who are attacking you is so important. Right. But why did you do that? And was the reaction what you thought it would be? Oh, the reaction was just what I thought it was going to be. I think the, the reason why I did that is because I wanted to show other young people that, you know, you don't have to cower to bullies. We can do the work and keep getting educated, and you don't need to listen to the haters. There are things about your background that surprised me as I... He's telling young people, don't listen to people older, older than you, and, and, you mm. know, it's good to fight back against the older folk. Right? Well, you know what You know what really blew my blew me away about that? Uh, I'm sorry, I don't give a fuck about David Hart. It was actually Jen Psaki there. Did you hear what she just said? Yeah, man. If you have haters, you gotta fight. You gotta fight them, right? You gotta go out at them. You just spent what five months talking about Trump, just saying you got to go fight like hell is the worst. That you, Jen Psaki, you just incited. Violence. Wow, man, good catch. And not only that, you know, I had a different angle, Mike. I was thinking she knows from experience of fighting Peter Ducey for the last few years, and not only uh, fighting, they fighting. They, fighting turned to loving. And maybe she's trying to hint to uh, Mr. Hogg here that he needs to become a lover. Mm, you think she's fucking him? No, no. He is a. Uh, it's known he has a tiny. Uh, you know, we we all know. His name is Hawk. He's LGBT. He's LGBT. Dude, he's got to be gay. He's gonna be everything. You know, he's gonna cover all the grounds yeah. when he runs for president in fifteen years or whatever it is. I'm telling you right now, this this weirdo is going to be a very scary fella when he's in Congress. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not looking forward to the reign of David Hogg about it including the fact that you joined a shooting club is this yes, correct i did in college i did um why did you do that um and does right. that surprise people like me when they learn yeah. it i'm sure it does well i mean it i think this is really my first time talking in any and here's a juicy nugget i hope you're ready formal context about why i did that it was after one of the many shootings that had happened this year that i was thinking to myself i just i could not sleep that night. and i was thinking what it, what is the last thing like what have i not done you know, we've talked uh, to counter-protesters. We've talked to people who support us. We've rallied support. We've turned out voters. And ultimately what I realized is the only thing that I haven't done is I haven't gone directly to the pe a lot of the people who do disagree with me, mm -hmm. right, and meet them where they're at. And surely that's not for everybody in the gun violence prevention movement by any means, but I grew up around guns because my dad was an FBI agent. You know, my first time shooting guns what? was when I was Excuse me? <laughs> Wait, baking powder? Did you just say uh, your dad was an FBI agent? <laughs> Wait a second, dude. Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay. <laughs> and you just happen to be the spokesperson and the face of the Parkland shooting and the guy who's going to lead this generation to stopping gun violence? Really? And your dad was an FBI agent? 
Really? Mm, okay. For everybody in the gun violence prevention movement by any means, but I grew up around guns because my dad was an FBI agent. Mm -hmm. You know, my first time shooting guns was when I was in fourth grade. And I thought, what better way to demonstrate that I understand what I'm talking about here than to go out and learn more about gun safety, talk to gun owners who don't agree with me, and many of whom who do agree with me, right? Because there are gun owners. You, you, you're saying you know what you're talking about when you, you're, it's an opinion. Yes. Right? Yes, man. <laughs> At this point, when it comes to the Second Amendment, it's, it's all opinion. That's why they made it so ambiguous. You know? Yeah, and then that's why we also have uh, freedom of speech, right? You can have that opinion. Yeah. And that's fine. Dude, but this is scary. David, the they, Allen, like, yeah. they just put these yes. guys out there as experts, and he already is in that mindset. I'm an expert. Oh, listen, I grew up around guns, and I was in a school shooting. Who's more of an expert than me? Go fuck yourself, dude. David Hogg. You know who's you know who's a more expert? Me. I'm the expert in what I need for my personal security. Yes. Right? Absolutely. And, and I, you know why? Because I have my own personal experiences throughout my life. And I'm gonna base what I need for security based on my lived experiences. Which I'm sorry you had that one bad day, buddy. I'm so, I'm really sorry. And it was a horrible day. But there are people out there who have had much worse weeks, bad months, years you couldn't survive. Okay, and you're gonna and you're gonna you're gonna make your whole career about this one bad day. And I'm really sorry it happened, and it was a terrible day, but it wasn't the worst. You know, it's because of jokers like David Hogg that Colorado is not allowing 19, 20, and 21 year olds to own a gun. Even though you can go serve yeah. in the military, but then when you get back here, you, they have to confiscate your firearm. Oh, yeah, no, we'll send you any, any other country. Dude, Illinois, now, I, I can't go buy an M6, uh, M16, any kind of, any kind of quote-unquote assault rifle. And the, the, whatever they determine is an assault rifle, now I can't go buy it. <laughs> That's right, man, and eventually uh, crazy. the assault rifle will be defined as anything that shoots a bullet. Yeah, <laughs> for real. It's I, so I promise you crazy. That. And, and, and the Supreme <laughs> Court just upheld it. The Illinois Supreme Court just upheld it. It's like, man, we are... We're doomed. It's crazy. Pretty soon we're going to take it over by Indiana because they got open carry That's now. what I actually was just thinking. The, what's going to happen is all the strong-minded, smart individuals are going to move to places where they can freely protect themselves without the infringement of the government. And then these other places where they've now basically confiscated all weaponry from the citizens, from the citizens, you know, you're just gonna have free range crime happening everywhere. You're gonna have oh, what's what? going on in L.A. Oh my God, dude, Frank, I I gotta get that clip of the L.A. Uh, the right. I'm now I'm gonna I'm gonna put that on my phone. And now every time, including our mom, mom, I hope you're listening. <laughs> every time, every time somebody says Mike. Why would you possibly need a gun that shoots 30 bullets? I'm going to play that clip. L.A. Nordstrom's got raided by 30 men. Wow. Yeah, imagine. When, <laughs> I need 30 bullets because when 30 men come, right? Yes, because they, they will. They do. They're doing it now. And, you know, right they're now they're now. ransacking the stores. Pretty soon they're going to ransack the neighborhoods. It's only a matter of time. The stores are closing. Where are they going next? 
Everybody made fun of that dude in the pink polo with his wife holding the guns on their property during the BLM protest. Oh, well, yeah. that that's the neighbor you want in your neighborhood, my friends. I promise you right now. You want that neighbor. You don't want the uh you don't want David Hogg living next door. When the mob no. of 30 hoodlums and criminals come ransacking your neighborhood? Trust me. Yeah, when they yeah, when they come to your neighborhood, he's going to be he's not even going to be there. He's going to be at home with his FBI dad. Yes. Yes, man. You know, I can't you, believe that. Oh, dude, it's this clip blew my mind. He just slips it in there and like, you ever think like David Hogg late at night sleeping on his twin bed there, he's just staring up at the ceiling thinking, you know, is it weird that my dad's an FBI agent and there was a massive school shooting at the school I go to? <laughs> is is that weird? No. It's just a silly coincidence. Well, I don't know. I got to find out how high up his dad is. I think that's what the key. Oh, no. Maybe they just used the low level. Hey, oh, hey, the, Frank, the patsy, hey, man. Frank, yeah. This is going to happen at the school. Make sure your kid's late. We're going to give him a career. Well, dude, I just said, if you look it up, there is an, a definite clip. And I bet you there's some info out there uh, of whether or not David Hogg was actually in school or in class during the shooting. I, I have reason to believe he was not actually in class during the shootings. So that that's just my personal belief. Uh, and this shit happens uh, all the time with these incidents. I mean, even 9-11. You have eyewitness accounts saying this is what's going on. The bombs are exploding in the floors, all this stuff. And then, you know, time carries on and they just kind of, you know, blur out the details and tell you, no, it's just, it was just 19 hijackers. Look, we found the guy's passport at the bottom of the... <laughs> the street see right next to his thumb yeah this is passport it's perfect <laughs> what a jet engine no we can't find it in the rubble it's impossible so, but you know you always get these conflicting things like with sandy hook allegedly allegedly don't sue me but i'm just trying to say like with the, the sandy hook situation the initial reports they were following two guys clad in black army fatigues running through the woods and then oh no, my god it was adam lanza don't look into don't look into sandy hook dude that is Sandy that, Hook. And you know what else to, <laughs> you know what else just fucking just got erased from memory? Uvalde. Yes. I mean, you dude. can't you can't talk about Uvalde. What do you, Man. What do you mean? Didn't oh, I gotta go. There's some men in suits at my door. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> oh, Ray Epps, when did you get here? Hey. <laughs> Thought you were in Brazil. What's up, bud? <laughs> Ramando. All right. <laughs> It's just a little strange that allegedly David Hogg maybe called out a you know school sick that day or was late, missed the bus, so he had a doctor's appointment that his dad, the FBI agent, just happened to schedule. Like David Hogg just wasn't in the line of fire, and then all of a sudden he's the spokesperson of the generation that's gonna stop gun ownership. It's just too much. This dude yeah. freaked me out from it's day too one. O- it's too o- dude. They're just it's they're being way too obvious about everything now. Yes, dude. We're just doing it right in front of your face. And this is John. Yeah. This is John Pistol, dude. David Hogg. Hogg is pig. David pig. Hogg. Dad's John. a cop. Come on, they're all cops, oh, man. Oh my god! It's right there in the oh face. Oh my god, dude. You're this is, right. This is the Mandarin, and I finally got it right. See, production crew didn't believe me, but oh, I got I it. I love it, Mandarin. I you could teach some dogs some new tricks.
right, so let's uh, we'll finish this off. There's a little capper on this David Hogg uh, piece. I feel like there's something at the end there. And many of whom who do agree with me, right? Because there are gun owners, a lot of them, who do support the stuff that we're talking about here. The U.S. also had its deadliest six months of mass killings since 2006. One, how frustrating is that to you? And what do you attribute that to as somebody who's been involved in this movement for several years now? As a as an expert on mass shootings, uh, a dude who's twenty one years old, tell us what uh, yeah. what you know about your life experience. <laughs> it's very frustrating, extremely frustrating. And I attribute that to you know it's it's not hard to figure out. We've sold a hundred million more guns basically since twenty eighteen. There are over four hundred million guns in this country now. If you sell more guns, you're gonna have more gun deaths. It's not rocket science, right? <laughs> <laughs> David Hogg, everyone, it's not rocket science, right? <laughs> what a jackass. Wow, Mike, that's incredible math he just laid down there. Uh, I mean, this is a college grad, my man, and he, he spelled it out pretty clearly. He's a rocket scientist, or not so, but he did say, uh, you know, a hundred million more guns, you know, that means we're going to have a hundred million more potential shootings. Well, yeah, because you got a hundred more people fucking around. Ixo faxo. You know what I mean? You got another. You got all these David Goggins out, or Hoggins out there. Oh god. David Hogg. <laughs> David Hogg. You got a. You got guys like him going around doing stupid shit and getting shot. I don't even think this guy's real. I'm starting to get Adam Lanza vibes from David Hogg now. Yeah, the, I swear to God, this, this dude's is an not actor. Real. This guy's an actor. I don't know what's going on here. Your dad is FBI. Come on. And now, and now you're literally taking, you're going after my guns. Yeah, this kid freaked me out from day one uh, when I saw this nugget pass me by uh, as I perused the news last night. I, I rarely click on those long segments, but this was one of those long form interviews uh, that I was just, I couldn't pass up, man. Jen Pisaki at Toomey and your little David Hogg. <laughs> I can find that show. Man. Really? That's yeah. Crazy. It's called Inside with Jen Pisaki. Oh, God. It's terrible. It is so, it's just like, you know, when we had Stelter and Don Lemon, you, there was just so much to make fun of with these dudes. You know, there, there was like, they had so much emotion and, and you know, they're just silly characters and jen pisaki is just so clearly like a cia asset like that's just been like installed into the institution oh, I, you oh know? you're a female hannity <laughs> yeah, she's, she's a robot like she doesn't have like real human emotions <laughs> you're right dude so yeah, she's female hannity she's really off when she's engaging these people in the interviews and she kind of steps on their toes and cuts them off and she's clearly got these like force-fed lines to you know, pace herself through the process, but she, like, doesn't know how to do it. She's got no rhythm, you know. To have rhythm, you gotta have soul. And if you're a cloned robot that works for the CIA, like uh, Jen Pisaki, you got no soul, baby. So she's <laughs> there's no way she's got the rhythm. <laughs> you know who does have rhythm? Donald J. Trump. Oh, man, I thought you were gonna blast me with some new... Sound no, I, sound bite. I was like, really, the hair stood up on my arms. I was like, ooh. See, I set the bar too. I got. I set the bar too high. Now I gotta let you down a few times. You know, bring it back down to reality. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> All right. Well, I'm not too disappointed. I actually, dude, you are right on the money, and we got to talk about it because it is the number one news item in the world. <laughs> dude, the way the left talked about it today, you breaking news. You won't believe what just happened. Donald Trump got <laughs> indicted for the fourth time. No president has ever, or what did Amy Goodman say? Oh, I, I don't oh, even remember. Only four times in American history has a president or former president ever been indicted. <laughs> All four of those belong to Donald That's J. Trump. He's a record okay. breaker. That's right, man. <laughs> yeah. You know, this, that's the thing about the MAGA lifestyle. We're number one, baby. Right? <laughs> oh, oh we, we don't want to just set the precedent. We want to set that bar so high. Crushing We're that world record. You can't beat it. Oh, you're going to you impeach know? him once like Bill Clinton? Don't be a pussy. Bring on the second impeachment, baby. <laughs> who said it, dude? I forgot who it And today, the twice impeached, three <laughs> times indicted, former president of the United States, has been indicted for the fourth time. So bad. So dramatic. Dude, we all knew it was... You joked about it. I didn't want to And before my the horn. episode could even be released, That's right. it happened. Yes. Yes, sir. The, it, the, uh, we joked that anytime Hunter information hits the mainstream, they report it because they have to, but they follow it up with a, a just a whopper of, of Trump news and indictments. And this was a true... This was a double, triple, if not quadruple whopper uh, the the true heart attack between buns. I was perusing <laughs> the news again, and I clicked on CNN, and I sent a picture of the computer screen I was reading to Mike this morning. <laughs> so good. And I'm just gonna go off like so. the The headline was Trump's fourth indictment moves U.S. closer to election precipice, and then underneath it there are one, two, three. There are six. Stories that you can click on, right? <laughs> After this main story, that's the main story. That's a click. You can click on that guy and read. It's an analysis. So then, uh, <laughs> After that, there are six stories under the main story. Donald Trump and 18 others were indicted in Georgia yesterday. Here's what you need to know. Live updates. And then after that, we got the big picture, right? Takeaways from Trump's Georgia indictment. Okay, nice. Underneath that, we got a video, okay? Witness, <laughs> witness wants indictment to be the quote-unquote wake-up call for Republicans. Ooh, that sounds like a juicy one. Okay, so after that, we got on the bench. Who is Scott McCaffrey? The judge assigned to oversee the case. <laughs> oh, no. oh, it's good stuff. Now, after this, and this is what we're all thinking about, right? 2024. Could Donald Trump serve as president if convicted? Whoa, man. And then if, if you haven't had enough for the last one, you could watch a video. John Dean reacts to Georgia election interference indictment. My God, man. Oh, dude. Nothing else is happening. And then on the side column, there are more Trump opinion pieces. Yeah. It's, it's all they want to talk about. That's why they're doing it absolutely insane and then my favorite part about all of it is uh i i just didn't want the usual trump news clips we all know the info we know what's going on but i found a good one man and this is um msnbc someone we haven't been been able to clip in a long time she's been kind of uh not producing quite a bit 
or as much as she used to. Uh, Rachel Nina Turner? Rachel Maddow. Yeah, what happened to Nina Turner, dude? <laughs> yeah, she lost all her races. Still in Ohio fighting for whoever. She also uh, had... Whoever will listen. Dude, Nina Turner had like a show at some point on one of these channels. Did she? No, she yeah, just always man. went on there. Oh, maybe that's it. Yeah, okay. Those like giant glasses. Guest appearance. Foreheads. Okay. She's like Chris Christie, just always on the panel. <laughs> yeah, right. Chris Christie. Always a bridesmaid, never a bride. <laughs> Chris Christie. <laughs> Poor guy. It's because he's always getting all those grease stra- uh, stains on his dress. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Sloppy. I know the bib looks bad, Christy, <laughs> but if you're going to eat a uh, shrimp cocktail with cocktail sauce, uh, you know you're going to drip it on that big belly. You know he loves shrimp cocktail with the cocktail sauce, dude. Oh, that motherfucker eats all the shrimp, dude. Come on. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> In the ocean, called, they want their shrimp bag. <laughs> yeah, well, the jerk store. Damn it. <laughs> all right. I'll get you next time. Nailed it. <laughs> So uh, we had all these indictments drop, and in real time, apparently, this was not planned on any level, uh, but on Rachel Maddow's MSNBC show, she had a guest on for just a lively, fun interview, but all this breaking Mm. news was happening, so they just had to talk about it. We got a little Hillary Clinton for you. It just happened to Madam be Madam Secretary, fancy meeting you oh, here. Oh, I so can't nice believe this. <laughs> yeah, this is not the circumstances in which I expected to be talking to you. Nor me, Rachel. It's always good to talk to you, but... This is why you lost. Do you not see... Like, right there. That's why right you there, lost. That's it. That no, is that's why... That's why half the country hates all of you. That 14 seconds is why nobody voted for you. Yeah. <laughs> that's it, dude. Honestly, um, I didn't think that... It would be under these circumstances. Yet another set of indictments. This is something, um, this is becoming like a skill set. Like in the news business, you say like, oh, I've covered Olympics or I've covered a campaign. Now it's, you know, those of us who've covered four indictments. Um, I don't know. Oh my God, that's a five month career. You guys have dropped indictments five months. (laughs) She makes this face like she just made a hilarious joke also. You know, she like does the eye roll like... So, so now covering nine Olympics four years apart is the same as four uh, indictments. Well, five months. Mu- oh, dude, dude, it's the summer of indictments, guys. It, Come yes. On. Wow. That is awesome. The summer of indictments, absolutely. And not only that, she's just kind of comparing it to that beautiful two-season soiree we had with the Jan 6th committee. I mean, that was a beautiful run. Uh, yeah, now they're investigating them because they fucking deleted all the evidence. <laughs> I know. What? The, what? Uh, all right, Liz Cheney lost. Adam Kushner, he's gone. All right, fuck, wrap it up, guys. Delete everything. Burn everything in a pit out back, and uh, we'll call it a day. Like that's not how this works. That's right, man. They uh, they burned it all. It's all gone. There's no proof that they lied and played the country like a fiddle for the last two years. Uh, good times had not, by all. Not the country. Everybody that voted for Joe Biden. Yeah, 81 million people, Mike. That's a lot of people. Allegedly. Allegedly. Or is it? We don't know if Donald Trump is among those indicted this evening, but all expectations are that he will be. Do you feel satisfaction in that? You warned the country, essentially, that he was going to try to end democracy, but most of the country didn't believe you. 
Well, it's hard to believe. I, I don't feel any satisfaction. I feel Mike, Hillary can't get no satisfaction. Get off your high horse, you fucking cunt. <laughs> Do you hear her? Yeah, well, she's saying, you know, she tries and she tries and she tries, but she just <laughs> can't get no satisfaction. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> where am i right now like this is insane. the question from the interviewer was how do you feel satisfied <laughs> you tried to warn him that they he would end democracy and she's agreeing with it saying i, I mean you people are non-stop talk about how the worst part about trump is he divides the nation we need to come together we need somebody that's going to bring the nation together. This is bringing people together? Great call, man. And not only that, like, tell me your state media without telling me your state media, man. Like, you guys, yeah, like, seriously. are politically persecuting this dude nonstop ad nauseum, and then you bring on his literal political rival <laughs> to gloat and laugh in everyone's face that this is going on. I mean, all, yeah, it's, it's really disgusting. All you're bullshit right. aside, it's really disgusting. All of this aside, you are just corrupting to the core the American system and the values we, yes. the people, have held so dear and true for so long. Like you, you are just spitting on it and throwing it in our faces and laughing and mocking us. But and, and, and to be honest, I mean, this is just a, a you, you got to step aside, thirty thousand feet view, totally objective point of view. Was January 6th good? No. What happened there probably shouldn't happen again. We should definitely try to stop it if it ever does happen. But democracy did not skip a beat. For right. the entire four years Trump was president, and including the transfer of power to Joe Biden, democracy, American democracy, America as a country, didn't skip a beat. That's right, right? man. Yeah. Now we're coming into this 2024 election. You have indicted most likely candidate for the Republicans four times. There's a good chance he's he's gonna have to run from a Georgia jail cell. Like, <laughs> yes. what is going on here? If they you put him in I mean? a cell, he's winning. They they can't even create enough donkeys or uh, what, mules. <laughs> they don't, <laughs> where's Dinesh? They don't. Where's Dinesh, man? They don't have enough mules to make up for how many people will vote for that man to win. But you get what I'm saying here, like. No president's ever been uh, indicted before. You guys went after him and indicted him. No president was ever impeached twice. You guys did it to him. <laughs> no. Like, who really changed democracy here? Well, what's killing like, me about having Hillary here also in this interview, it's so weird, is it was pretty much admitted to and proven that she and her campaign were behind the bull of the P tape and the the dossier, yes, like they created oh, the dossier, it all. The Russia investigation. Like Hillary and her campaign. We spent forty million dollars in investigating investigating him over Russia, and you uh, you knew it was fake. Yes, you knew it was fake. Her campaign financed the like uh, creation of this stuff. They worked in cahoots with the FBI, like, and now she's on yeah. MSNBC with Rachel MSNBC. Maddow laughing and cackling about how oh this is just so predictable. We all saw it coming. We all knew he would end the democracy in America. Yeah, I, I, I keep feeling like you guys are just projecting. Yes. Because everything you guys keep saying he's doing is what you guys are doing. 
it almost feels like you people are ending democracy in America. It has felt that way for a few years, since the lockdowns, actually. Actually, it feels like you already changed America to a point where I don't even recognize it from what I grew up in, the country that I went to serve. You know? Yeah, absolutely, man. I don't know. Well, to be honest with you, if, we, if something happened, would you even serve? Like, I don't know. What are you fighting for? Well, the next, I, don't know. I think the next fighting for democracy or fighting in the name of America or for Americans will be uh, the lowly and the poor versus the elite. That'll be the next battle. Maybe. That's, let's say, like, it's let's either, say like it's Russia either actually, that. I'm saying, like, Russia actually just goes all out. They start evading all the old Soviet countries. Like, it goes crazy. We go into a, a World War Three kind of almost situation. Like, why would I? What am I going to do? I'm going to go fight Russia so that I could take over this land in Belarus. Good call. Yeah. And then give them the right to trans their kids. Like, no, nah, dude. <laughs> no. Great call. Like what, like, what am I really fighting for? It used to be we're over there liberating. Right, we're spreading Western democracy and everything. But it's like, my point now is, is this really, are we now really something that I want to spread? To be honest with you, I look at a lot of these other countries and I almost envy them. Yes. For their religious beliefs, their family closeness. Absolutely. You know? No, the morals and the culture in many other countries are far more advanced than America. We have degraded to an almost escapable, inescapable point. Uh, it's incredible where we're at. And the, you're right, dude. How many true-blooded Americans want to go over there and fight to to push this idealism? I don't to spread think this. I don't even want it in my town. I'm gonna go spread it to another country. Oh. And I think you've brought up an interesting point uh, for several episodes. Nobody here wants to go defend Ukraine. Not even the Ukrainians. That's why they're all over here fighting me over a fucking parking spot next <laughs> to each Smashing your freaking window, dude. <laughs> Goddamn pumpkin head piece of shit. Come fucking throw that rock at me, motherfucker. I swear to God. The problem is I know you're fucking 5'5", five five, whoever broke my goddamn window. The goddamn hole is at the very bottom of the window. Probably as high as you could throw, you little fucking midget piece of goddamn garbage. God, I hate those people, dude. No wonder they're losing to Russia. Have you ever seen Russians? They're tall, beautiful people. God. Well, and Russians are these disgusting rats of fucking Europe, dude. Get oh, out man. of here. Russians. You know, I, I'm almost starting to think the Belarusians are better than you. Well, I don't you even know, know who they are. I don't either. I think they've made the country up, to be totally honest. Uh, I've never met a Belarusian in my life, so uh, we'll just leave it that. I, I've but, actually met a couple. Okay, actually, well, right, yeah. well oh, you are in Chicago. A lot of Europeans uh, so, to, go there. To, to be honest with you, all of Eastern Europe, I can, I can leave it. But to be honest with you, all of Europe, I can leave. To be honest with you, everything outside of America... <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I actually think we need to take out Trudeau, take over Canada, right? And then uh, we've got a nice little connector to Alaska, and I think we're set. Well, it's easy to get rid of Trudeau. We can sugarcock him with Macron. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> He's a good ally of ours, you know? I'm not letting that one go. That was a weird picture, buddy. Dude, dude there's several weird pictures, and I, you know... We do it mostly for our Canadian fans out there. We love you all, and we know that you guys uh, probably are not oh, you're on. You're the good ones. You're not on the Trudeau train there. We all know that he's the son of Castro, and his mom was a swinger. That's for certain. Uh, but what is still being debated currently? But I think 
probably Mike and I have made up our minds uh, over it is that there is an alleged affair ongoing between uh, Trudeau, Justin Trudeau of Canada, and Macron over there in France. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, they're at least, you know, crossing swords in that orgy, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> yes, and by orgy, it's just the two of them and a bunch of pillows. <laughs> That's what I'm picturing. Right? One of those French suites, you know? Oh, come over. There's going to be a party. Lots of girls. <laughs> I don't know what happened. Nobody showed up. <laughs> oh, since you're here. <laughs> Can't let this good uh, champagne go to waste. Trudeau walks in. It's just Macron on the bed with, you know, his junk covered with like a heart-shaped pillow, right? And they're just... <laughs> waiting for him oh come on it would be the eiffel tower pillow oh yes yeah right <laughs> is that french yeah that's french right? yeah yeah you nailed it yeah, actually yeah. Nailed right it. All right, good job yeah they snack on some snails and drink some champagne and eat some cheese oh and... you know they got snails those oh, are yeah. gross as hell man snails and fish <laughs> eggs i was gonna eat that fish eggs are good it's caviar my man that's what the uh the wealthy elite all snack on yeah, they also snack on young children, and I'm not going to eat that Oh, anymore. yeah! I didn't see that curveball coming in. Hell yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. You're right on the... <laughs> <laughs> that was allegedly... <laughs>